0: you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com. Code staple L E two zero. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day.
1: Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Don't be scared. We. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is Kyle Krabs. I'm flying solo this Friday morning. I had a couple cups of coffee, hence the uh, ambitious intro today. And you guys have probably caught us over in Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, Joe Marino and I went over for the TDN Super Show, a terrific show, by the way. Would highly recommend that you guys swing over, check it out. As soon as you're done listening to this short Friday episode, we're going to be outlining some of the prospect matchups to watch throughout the course of week nine week nine we're four weeks from rivalry week it's crazy we're getting close so as this weekend passes we've got some ACC football tonight some Pac-12 football tonight some big-time SEC football tomorrow we're going to talk about all of those and more looking at who you need to watch specifically Uh, coming off the West Virginia game against Baylor yesterday, last night. Uh, West Virginia put the hurtin' on the Bears. And uh, I thought Will Gray had a nice game. He missed some throws early in this football game. And David Sills made some nice plays on the football. I think that's something that really stands out the more you watch Will. Uh, he really relies on his receivers to make plays. And not, that's not necessarily something that should be considered a negative. But I think if you watch Will... And his ball placement down the field. A lot of times, he just lets the guys go up and make a play, and that's a quality of his game that kind of reminds me of what we saw from Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M. And I'm at the point with Will now, where like I like Will, but if you're going to advocate for Will Greer going in round one, I think you're crazy. Uh, I think he's a little bit limited as a passer. You saw this in this game. He relied on his guys to make some plays for him. He gets plenty of zip on the ball and he can throw like really accurate spot throws in the shorter areas of the field. But anytime you force him off his platform, he holds the ball a little too long. He takes some bad sacks trying to make too many things happen. And I think that's really where you see his arm exposed when he's off his prototypical platform. Uh, the ball sails on him a lot he's not as accurate Uh, he really struggles to push the ball down the field in those situations so this was kind of like an affirmation game for me from things i've been watching will closely wanting to find a quarterback that that garnered my attention and uh, that's where i'm at with will greer Um, quick takeaway from last night's game west virginia handily defeating baylor tonight Miami and Boston College, which I'm stoked for because we get to see a couple good pass rushers play in this game. Uh, Brian Burns for Florida State. Wyatt Ray and Zach Allen are playing for Boston College. If you're going to watch this game, that's where you start, and that's where you finish. Uh, Miami does have an offensive tackle, Tyree St. Louis, number 78, uh, who's going to get tested big time against Brian Burns. Burns is playing lights out against ACC football and ACC competition this year, which is good. You want to see a guy bring his A game against, you know, the better competition. Joe Marino, uh, who's not with us here today on the show, has discussed openly Burns has some odd splits against small-time competition. He's gotten shut out. I think he has, like, one sack against, like, the last three or four non-Power 5 schools he's played, but he has, like, a sack and a half against every ACC team on the schedule this year. Love his length, love his first-step explosiveness, love his flexibility. All of these things, very important traits for a next-level pass rusher. He's going to get tested by a next-level offensive tackle in Tyree St. Louis. So we see him start transitioning and you know, hitting these pass rush counters against St. Louis. It's just another box checked in the resume. From the Boston College kids' perspective, I know some people like Zach Allen a lot. Like our, our, some of our colleagues in the draft sphere, uh, I've seen Zach Allen listed in the top 20 for some folks. And I'm not quite there with him yet. Uh, Zach Allen's high-motor player. Really like what he brings to the table as far as the hustle, and he's a stout football player. Uh, where I think this comes down to for Zach Allen specifically is what are you going to be able to do uh, in space? I'm hesitant to get on board with an edge defender who doesn't, doesn't present you with that dynamic mobility in space. So maybe for Zach Allen, that, that comes at you know continuing to stay trim versus I know he was listed entering the year at 285. Or maybe we cut some of that down and see what that gives you uh, in the way of some more flexibility and bend or you know your ability to get width if you're tested in the run game. So against Miami, Miami is a team that has a lot of team speed. I think that is certainly something to make note of.
0: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling Grundle Bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. why i am thankful for the crop preserver and crop reviver these products keep your crotchal region from sweating smelling and sticking the perfect package will also come with a pair of manscape boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day it's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers
1: Saturday, uh, the premier matchup tomorrow is obviously Florida versus Georgia world's largest cocktail party, uh, two top 10 sec schools going at it. Uh, geez, defensively, Ja'Kai polite for Florida, DeAndre Baker for, for Georgia. That's probably the, uh, Peak prospects in this football game for each side. But I'll tell you what, defensively for Florida, uh, Voshan Joseph, number 11, uh, he's a fun football player. Number 11, he flies all over the place. Uh, watch the, the Florida LSU game. Go back and watch that game again. And Joseph was, he had one of the best halves of football in the first half of any defensive player I've seen in the entire country so far this year. So Joseph Number 11, Ja'Kai Polite. Uh, Those are kind of the guys for the Gators that I'm going to have the the most interest on. I know Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, a player in the secondary for Florida, also has his fair share of fans. But for me, uh, Gardner-Johnson, the tackling is an issue. It's a big issue. You get a guy on the back end, you want him to be able to tackle with consistency. And Garner Johnson takes some bad angles. He doesn't break down early enough. So I'm still pretty apprehensive. So obviously this has the potential to be a resume game for Chauncey Garner Johnson. You come out and you, you don't play to that profile that I've just boxed you in as far as your strengths and weaknesses. And Hey, we might be cooking with fire here. We might be able to bring something to the table. Uh, Deandre Baker for Georgia defensively, uh, what do you look like in turn and run situations? I love Baker at the line of scrimmage. uh, But I do think that this will be a game that tests him with speed. I think Florida has some guys that can separate if they get the chance to run vertically and uh, Baker's biggest area of weakness is the ability to flip the hips, turn and run. Kind of like what we saw from Desmond King out of Iowa a couple years ago. Um, He's obviously done very well in San Diego. Oh, no. I said San Diego. He's done well with the Chargers thus far in his career. Desmond King, um, a very good football player that ended up dropping strictly because he didn't have the profile of a player that could play on the outside and play turnaround coverage. So DeAndre Baker, this has a chance to be a game for you to buck that narrative from your own college resume. I thought Baker played great football last year, uh, but the more you did dig into his film, you did see he had issues in off coverage, like big time issues. And he was a little too flat footed sometimes and gave up too much cushion too quickly. Just needs to get a better gauge for what he can and can't do, where he can get his body to get to in what amount of time and adjust appropriately. And if he can do that, then great. You know, the, the DeAndre Baker has the chance to be a riser. Uh, I know some people have already placed Baker. I think Pro Football Focus has him like top five on their prospects list right now. I know DeAndre DeAndre Baker for other folks is in the top 30, top 40 prospects. And I like DeAndre Baker. uh, But I, I want to see him with these premier tests left on the schedule for Georgia, hopefully culminating with a SEC championship game appearance against the Alabama Crimson Tide, and let's see you go toe-to-toe with Jerry Judy. You can sign me up for that right now. I'll sign on the dotted line. I don't care. Another game, Big Ten game, uh, we've talked ACC, we've talked Big 12, we've talked SEC, let's talk Big Ten. Iowa-Penn State, uh, premier player in this game, for me, personally, is Anthony Nelson. Number 98, defensive end. He's junior defensive end, prototypical build. He's six 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 seven 6'7 listed. Uh, he's in the 270s. He's a heavy hitter. He's got heavy hands up front. And uh, the only guy that I've seen this guy give trouble in the run game is David Edwards from Wisconsin. He's done it two years now. Uh, Edwards is an athletic freak, guy that used to play quarterback and he was a tight end and he's bulked up the defensive tackle, but athletically is just incredibly gifted. For a man of his stature and that blend of length size and athleticism is enough to give a guy like Nelson who's very heavy-handed typically very stout in the run game uh, some trouble I expect Nelson to have a big impact on this football game he's a sneaky pass rusher he's a better pass rusher than I expected when I first turned on the tape I watched the first game of Iowa and I'm like yeah man like this guy's gonna be a little rough he looks pretty stiff But then you get him in situations where he knows he's rushing the passer. He knows he could set up a pass rush move. And I'll be damned if this guy doesn't have a couple really nice pass rush counters. Like really nice counter moves. He can get back inside of you. He can collapse you. So Nelson, for me, the big test that I want to see is can you box in a squirrely guy like Trace McSorley? Can you get him in your sights where you have collapsed the edge? And then you adjust when McSorley tries to either step up and through or roll back, flip his back to his receivers, and get back and break contain outside of you. If I get two or three rush opportunities from Anthony Nelson where he has collapsed the edge and he has McSorley in a square-up situation, can he finish? If he can, great. I'm just going to go ahead and punch that ticket on his resume and feel really, really good that he has an understanding of from a spatial perspective how to finish plays against guys that aren't statues in the pocket because when you get to the next level you're going to have to finish against good athletes in the pocket so uh, that is a big time showdown in that game nelson off the edge from the penn state perspective like (sighs) this is nfl under review local
0: experts on the biggest nfl stories
1: can we please stop with trace trace is a great college quarterback, but from a tools perspective, he's undersized. He doesn't have a great arm and he is very reliant on his skill players to make decisions around him. Like he's smaller than Will Greer. um, His arms no better than Will Greer. And he's more reliant than Greer to have guys go up and make plays a very 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 unattractive package for me personally as a talent evaluator so Trace McSorley for me is not a player that I'm in on I'm not buying on him just because he's smaller undersized mobile and puts up good stats does not mean he's the next Baker Mayfield something I talked about at the draft network a couple weeks ago if there is a player on this Penn State offense that I want to watch it's I want to see them start giving the ball to Miles Sanders please for the love of God give the ball to Miles Sanders. This guy's electric. He's really good. He's been buried underneath Saquon Barkley for two years. And Iowa's front seven is a very, very stout group. They got Parker Hesse. Uh, they've got AJ Espineza. They've got Anthony Nelson. This, guy, this team has some horses up front to stack up the line of scrimmage. So when Miles Sanders gets the football, can he set up his blocks can he pick his way through the line of scrimmage? I think he can, but I think that's why it's most important for Penn State to give him the football. They have this whole like Andy Reid syndrome right now, where like their running game is extended into swing passes and short checkdowns and touchdown or touch passes on jet motion, and like just give the guy the ball between the tackles and let him set things up, because I think that's an area where Miles Sanders needs to prove himself more. But I, from what I've seen, he has every ability to do it. So just get out of your own way a little bit. So if you're looking forward to some college football this weekend, those are three premier matchups. Those are three matchups that have NFL talent on both sides of the ball that should be relevant for the 2019 NFL Draft. Hope you guys enjoyed tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is Kyle Krabs of the Draft Dudes Podcast signing off. We'll be back with you guys again on Monday.